0: What did you feel like at that time? Did you feel like you had a purpose? Did you feel like you were looking for your purpose? Cuz I'm always so curious about that path when you know we kind of lose sight of what we thought was our purpose, which is what something you know that you did and then you're in this space of looking for purpose, but it's not what you're perceiving it's going to be like the podcast turned into something that was very much a part of your purpose, but it wasn't something you were searching for. So along that path for people that wanna find purpose in their life and wanna find a life that feels meaningful and feels like they can be themselves and they could be and express parts of them, what advice would you give for people looking for Yeah, I mean, I have a
1: lot to say about this. I mean, I think that purpose is really a function of engaging with your curiosity and following your instincts and your intuition. I bristle at conversations typically around purpose and passion and things like that because those words, I think, are very triggering for mm-hmm. a lot of people because yes. I think most people are walking around thinking, I don't know what my purpose is or I don't have a passion in my life and they scroll through Instagram or TikTok and see all these people living these wonderful lives and it just makes people feel bad about themselves and, and I know what that feels like. I've been in that place. Mm-hmm. Um, So the way that I think about it is, first of all, it's not a binary thing. Like, I don't think that you have one singular purpose or there is one passion, you know, out there waiting for you to discover it. I think we can have many different purposes throughout many different phases of our lives. You know, I've been around for a little while, I'm quite a bit older than you guys. And what I've discovered along the way, as somebody who has been in career paths that were not a fit for me, somebody who has had financial challenges and challenges with addiction and been in some pretty dark places. And now as somebody who feels very fulfilled in what they're doing, um, the purpose that I feel in my life and the passion that I'm, that I'm privileged to be able to engage in every day has really been a function uh, of, of the very thing I mentioned earlier, which is getting to know yourself, like doing the inside work so that your instincts are true, right? I think a lot of people are reacting impulsively to looping patterns in their mind and deluding themselves into thinking that they're, 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 they're paying attention to their gut or their instincts when in reality, they're not because they're disconnected from that. And they haven't like excavated their pain and their trauma and done that kind of um, work to get honest with themselves and kind of clear a lot of that garbage out. Um, So I think, you know, whether it's therapy or meditation or 12 step or whatever your modality, like being engaged in that on some level uh, with with great intention is critical in this journey towards unlocking greater purpose and fulfillment fulfillment in your life. And when you're on that path, it's about being present with yourself and paying attention to um, what your emotions are signaling to you, being aware of, of the things that you're curious about. And when you get struck with a certain, you know, kind of impulse to um, explore something or, you know, engage in a, a certain activity to really honor that. It's not about up and quitting your job and saying, I'm following my passion, but just finding time and energy in your daily life on a micro level, to cultivate and and, do some gardening around those things that you're interested in. And when you do that and you make that a practice, in my experience, the universe will provide opportunities to deepen that relationship. And that then leads to other things. And if you're self-aware enough and aware of your environment enough, there will be opportunities for you to further explore that. So it's not about lightning bolt moments Mm -hmm. or overnight successes. It's really about the tiny choices that you make every single day that move the needle in your life imperceptibly. You know, every everything that I've accomplished is the result of things that I've been, you know, working on for decades, not months or, or, or years. And so I'm always encouraging people to be gentle on themselves and to be patient and, to not, you know, set themselves up against some calendar to discover these things, and I, you know, I trust and assume that your audience is, you know, quite a bit younger than I am. Um, and if there was a lesson that I would give my younger self, it would be to to be patient. You know, be more patient. And I think we all measure ourselves against our peers, and this person is doing that, and here I am back here, and I'm losing or I'm missing out or you know, life has passed me by and, you know, we, we tend to think of life as being short and I guess it is, but it's also long. I say that mm-hmm. all you know? the time. Yeah, I'm like, like,
0: life is short, but it's, I sometimes, I'm like, it's also so long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, when I, when I was 31, I was in a treatment center thinking my life was completely over and that every thing that I had worked for in my life had been destroyed and I couldn't see a way through that. So... The fact that I'm sitting here at 55, I feel like I'm just beginning and engaging with life on a you know uh, on a level of on a, on a playing field that I never imagined for myself. You know, tells me that anything is possible. And you know, the things that I've accomplished, I'm not that special. I just worked hard at certain things, and you know, had the courage to to do that inside work. And it has you know created a foundation upon which I could build something meaningful for myself and and hopefully for other people.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said, you know, it's not the lightning bolt moment. I feel like we have been trained, whether it's by social media or just the world in which we're kind of growing up in to look for these like quick hits of, you know, dopamine or serotonin or yeah, like just kind of those happy chemicals of like, okay, I'm going to know when it's the thing. I'm going to know it's going to be this moment that completely changes my life. And it's in those more mundane moments, and it's in those moments where you're showing up consistently that I feel like that's where the the needle moves and the butterfly effect takes place. I'm curious, you know, in those moments where you thought, this is it. Like, I don't really see the light from here. I don't see the way up from here. What was your, whether it was conscious or unconscious, like practice in the moment to be able to, in a way, and we've been talking about like holding the pose long enough to receive kind of the next insight or next um, feeling of, okay, this is kind of what I'm, I'm feeling is the next right step.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think the tools that I rely on and that I have cultivated uh, all come from being in recovery and what I've learned as a result of being a, a member of AA 12-step. And one of the many core principles is this idea of acceptance and surrender. Uh, which is a very difficult ephemeral idea to grasp, especially as somebody like myself, who's very driven and ambitious and Type A at times. The idea of surrender smacks of surre- of like of giving up, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't give up. Like I continue to work until I make it work. But surrender. What surrender really means is developing a healthy understanding of of what you can control and what you can't, and realizing that in truth we only can control very few things. The behaviors that we, you know, that we engage in, uh, the way that we respond to the world, what comes out of our mouth, what we put into our mouth. Like, it's basically it. You can't control other people. You can't control your environment. You can't control situations. And as a recovering alcoholic, like that letting go of all of that provides a great deal of relief. And it provides a basis for, for being present with yourself and being honest with what it is that you can can and cannot do or exert control over. Um, so in those moments of confusion or um, despair or not knowing what decision to make or what direction to you know move forward in, it's about being present with yourself and then saying, well, what is the next best thing that I can do right now? Maybe it's to take a nap. Maybe it's to eat a healthy meal. Maybe it's to journal. Tiny little things like that um, that, that in the moment seem frivolous and like bullshit, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but adding those up over months and years, uh, I think is really the only way to get clarity on those things. And you're absolutely correct. It's not lightning bolt moments. It is the mundane. It's all about the mundane. And you, know, you can look at my story or Google it. And it looks like there are these lightning bolt moments, like these inflection points where everything changed overnight. But the lived experience of those moments were just, oh, here's a little thing, like I'm gonna pay attention to that and I'm gonna make this tiny decision you know, tomorrow morning. And then I'm gonna make another tiny decision. And then five years later, it looks like this huge turning point in my life, but that's not what it felt like in mm-hmm. the moment.